So Zach from the YouTube channel Messenger asked me to come on to um, one of his videos and, and do a, a kind of an interview with him. Um, he wanted uh, me to share a brief story or testimony of something God's done in my life or something God has shown me or taught me. Um, and he's, he's kind of doing this series called the Amen series where he's letting people share uh, just different people sharing stories of what God has done and uh, or things that God has taught them. And so I went on and I shared just a little bit of my testimony of how I uh, originally started following Jesus and uh, just some things, uh, powerful things that have stuck with me about what God revealed to me and showed me in that season. Um, and so that's what's going to be in, uh, in this episode here. And if you want to uh, learn more about Zach and his YouTube channel, I'll put links to his channel in the description. So um, yeah, you can go over and check this out or check out the rest of the series and, and uh, watch some of his uh, content. And um, so yeah, I hope this uh, little testimony of mine blesses and encourages you. I grew up in a um, a Christian home. Um, we went to church, but I feel like when I when I started getting into high school years, it's it's sort of the common story that you hear often that um, Christianity and faith is something that you have to make your own at one point. Um, and mm -hmm. and when you when you grow up just believing things because it's it's what your family and your parents believe, I think it doesn't that that sort of faith doesn't translate into trans a transformed life into okay. ch a changed heart. Um, okay. So like in my, you know, for, for several years, I feel like I, I knew what the truth was about God, but I was living not in, uh, uh, not living going after that. You know, I was, like I was know, pursuing you know of him. Yes, right. I know, I know, and I believe, I believe intellectually at least that the things about him are true. But he's not the pursuit of my heart. Like he's not. I mean, it goes back to this as simple as like the first commandment. Like, like I'm not obeying the first commandment to love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Ultimately, I was, I loved myself, and I loved pleasure, the pleasure of this world, and I believe that it was the things of this world, the things that this world offered whether it was, I mean, a primary one for me being a young, a young man was sexual things, you know? And so mm -hmm. like, I, I thought that that was what would fulfill me. That was kind of, uh, for a period of, of my life that, that was the main pursuit, you know, that was what my energy and focus was going toward, um, as well as, uh, re different relationships, uh, that I thought would fulfill me, that would give me my security and identity. And so, yeah, as a, as growing up as a kid and into my high school years, I was just, I was pretty insecure. I was insecure. Um, I, I didn't really know who I was. I, 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 uh, I had a lot of anxiety, anxiety about what people thought about me, about who, who I was. And, um, yeah, just insecurity. I think I had a lot of insecurity. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I, growing up knowing the truth the fact that i i knew i knew what was true and i was living in a a way that i knew was opposed to that i felt the conviction often and i feel like mm -hmm. the conviction just kind of grew and grew and it was a conviction not of like like guilt like 
where I just felt God was angry and hated me and I was afraid of punishment. It's more just like I knew God's ways were better. Like I just I I as I experienced the the darkness of this world and continued to see that it wasn't the things that I pursued never satisfied, like they at the forefront they promised they would and then they just never did. They're just empty and dark. And and there's just uh I don't know, I just taste of like this what the world has to offer ultimately, I think is just darkness. It's, 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 a it's almost this tangible darkness that you can feel that it's like, there's just no mm-hmm. hope in it. There's no peace. There's no joy. The, all these qualities that, that I think we agree as human beings are the ultimate qualities that to have in life. I just feel like that lifestyle of darkness just doesn't ultimately provide those things. And so, yeah, after, a lot of conviction. I, uh, I just feel like the Lord just kind of started gently poking and prodding and, and, um, <clears throat> eventually I just, yeah, I just feel like I turned to him, gave my life to him. Um, and in whatever way that means, I, th- I, th- I think it just, what that looked like for me was just, I made more of a decision that I wanted Jesus more than I wanted the world. And I knew I couldn't have both at the same time. I, I couldn't have my cake and eat it too. And, and yeah, but I knew that Jesus was better. I knew that what he had to offer was better. And um, I remember like one, one really vivid experience that I had, I think it is one of my first like experiences with the Holy spirit that I can, uh, that I just, I vividly remember. I think I'll never forget, but I would read my Bible. I think, I think if I remember right, like even through my, my dark period of life where I wasn't really like, I want to call myself like a disciple who was taking up his cross and following Jesus. And that season of life, I still read the Bible. I still wanted, you know, that I still found some, yeah, I I found some sense of like comfort from it just because it was familiar, I think. But I remember kind of when I, when I, began to like, listen, I think to the Lord's conviction that, that prodding and his voice saying there's a better way. And I kind of humbled myself in the way of like actually stopping to listen to that. Um, and I think a lot, he humbled me a lot to, to get to that point. But, um, I remember I was sitting on my bed reading, uh, and it was first Corinthians chapter two, where Paul talks about the difference between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. And he talks about how, um, there's a secret and hidden wisdom of the world that he says the rulers of this age didn't understand this, this hidden wisdom because if they did, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. Um, and then he goes on and in verse uh, nine of first Corinthians two, he says, what no eye has seen nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the spirit for the spirit searches, even the depths of God, for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person, which is in him. So no one comprehends the thoughts of God, except the spirit of God. So I was reading this and I feel like at the same time that I was reading this passage, like I was experiencing if this, I hope this makes sense. I was experiencing exactly what it was talking about. So okay, yeah. Paul's, Paul's talking about like this ability to, to kind of enter into like, to have God's thoughts, like God, if, if you want to know me, ultimately, if you want to know me, if you want to know my, my, who I am, what I'm like, like 
if I could just put my spirit, the spirit of Jordan inside of you, you would understand me. You'd understand my emotions. Uh, okay. You would understand my, my pain, my desires. And so I think when God puts his spirit in us, like he's giving us what this is saying is like his thoughts. He's get, he's, and we, we get almost like elevated to a higher level of thinking where um, a, a level of thinking that the world, the people who don't know God don't know anything about. And, and so he talks about what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And so I, was, I just remember reading that and I, and I was experiencing that. Like I was just, I was, is as if like the words of the Bible and a lot of people will talk about this, like the words of the Bible were suddenly like alive and like, um, yeah, they are like just real. It's like they're popping off the page and they were saying something so clear where any doubts about whether God was real or not, or about whether Christianity was true, all these sort of things were just like, they weren't there. It's like, there's no room for that when you're experiencing the very thoughts of God. Um, and so, so I think that's something that, yeah, I mean, that concept, I guess is, is, what I think what that did for me is it, it showed me again, it is just like God showing me how much better ultimately life with him is that. Um, yeah. Cause that with, what he had, him, it's kind of just, you're just Jordan without him and right. with him, it, you're a new creation from then on. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're connecting with your ultimate purpose. It's like, you're finally getting plugged into the one who, what it's meant to who, be. Who, who created you. Yeah. So you're being what you meant to be. And like, it's like life apart from him is like, like a, a lamp that lives its entire existence, not having a socket to plug into. It's like, yeah, yeah that's a nice looking lamp, but it's not, it. yeah, it's not like, it's not serving its intended purpose, but when you plug it in and it has this light and it's like, suddenly you see what it was meant to be and, and what its purpose is, Meant for. And I feel like that's, that's something that I don't just experience once, like one time yeah. in my life, but that's oh, something yeah. that like, I have to yeah, come back to yeah. every day, every morning, like where I can get off on my own track. Yeah. But when I go it's back about, and look to the Lord and it's about lifestyle, it's about like, it's about the relationship with him and not, it's not like the whole like religion thing because religion hurts people and relationship with God helps people. And that's the yep. purpose. And that's why there are so many Christians that kind of get confused with relationship and religion is that religion, they kind of like, it's kind of, you Absolutely. can't combine them. Yeah. And I think where you're going from is um, the lifestyle of him and not the whole like yeah. religion thing. Exactly. No, that's, that's it. And it's, and that really goes along with what this is saying here about like, if you want to like, people could listen to these things all day but it takes God's yeah. spirit opening up your mind and giving you the understanding to comprehend even what we're talking about. Because Paul goes yeah. on to say things like, like the gospel is foolishness to those who don't believe. And, and the, these are spiritual truths that you need to have a spiritual understanding to discern. And that might all sound like high lofty speech, <laughs> but I think, I think it, what it comes down to ultimately is a heart that humbles themselves themselves before their creator that's that that recognizes mm. its need a person who recognizes their need jesus said i came not for those who are well but for those who are sick and i think what he's saying there is that we're all sick but the ones that he can help are the ones who are in a place that they're recognizing that they're sick and until we recognize what we are that we need our creator 
I think we're, we're kind of cut off from this sort of experience of the spirit of God. And, but, um, but yeah, I think this ultimately is the difference between like you're saying, religion and relationship. Um, yeah. And I think not, and I think you mean sickness as in like sin, right. As in like, like, yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, right, so right. We're, like we Jesus, were all born into sin and into sin. Yes, we needed, a, we needed him to. Okay, I get it. Yep. Yeah. So Jesus talks about that. Like, like he's he's not saying we're all physically sick necessarily. Yeah. He's saying, <laughs> yeah. I got that. like spiritually speaking, we're all sick. Meaning, like we we needed we him. weren't we weren't created to live independently from our creator. We're created like lamps. We were meant. We were designed to be plugged into something else. And, yeah. and, uh, I think religion ultimately is people, people trying to mimic the spirit led life. If they're trying to mimic those who are plugged in, yeah. but they're doing it without being plugged in, if that makes sense, they're not okay. themselves plugged in, but they're trying to do the Christian thing. And then that's what, that's what produces people seeing Christianity and thinking, well, I don't want to be any part of that. You don't like, want to be so, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a good reason for that. They shouldn't want to be a part of that. Um, they, yeah, because so. that's not, that's it's more of like, it's, I wouldn't say fake more or less because it's kind of like, right. um, they're doing all the physical things, correct? Like all the going to church and all this stuff and all that stuff, but literally none of that matters. It's literally a hundred percent your heart. That's yep. it. <laughs> right. And if they're, yeah, exactly. If there's not that heart, connection going on with God where there's like that relationship where you're knowing him. Like you're just, you're, you really know who he is. You really are learning to know what, what God's personality is like, like what his thoughts are about me, what his thoughts are about my neighbor, about those around me. Um, and, and his thoughts when you start to, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's better than any pleasure that this world can offer. Um, you know, to, to, <laughs> yeah. to, to yeah. find that connection with God is, is, I mean, there's so many scriptures about that, like in the Psalms where David will say things like better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. And, um, he, he says things like at your right hand, at God's right hand are pleasures forevermore. And so, yeah, this isn't that, I think that's kind of the thing that really God was showing me in, in, this experience that I'm telling you about is just that yeah. I really started to taste for myself personally. Like I, I tasted God for myself and you can, again, you can have an apple pie on the counter. And if you've never had apple pie, you can have somebody tell you all day, how good it is, how delicious it is, how wonderful it is. But that's not going to mean much until you actually take a bite and taste it. And then you're going to be like, Oh, like your senses then are exposed to that apple pie. And then you can understand <laughs> this person who's been talking about it for so long. You, you actually have tasted it for yourself. And, and, uh, Psalm 34, actually, David says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's that Psalm 34 and that whole scripture meant so much to me. And like, it was another one that just resonated so much in that time as I felt like I was, I was experiencing what he was talking about. Like I was, I had heard about God my whole life. But then I actually started to like get a taste of him myself and, and it became real for me. When was that? That was, 
That's a good question. Um, I was probably that whole kind of time frame was probably between I was 14 to oh, wow. 20, probably. So probably 10, 11 years ago. Wow. And then ever since you've kind of just lived for him ever since on. I've flopped around like a fish and struggled and fallen and, and been up and down. I think like all of us do as we're trying to walk with the Lord. But um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like uh, what I've seen of God, what I've tasted of him, I know that there's nowhere else to go. I know that there's, you know, and so with all my weaknesses and stumblings, I know what, for one thing, I know that his grace is enough to take me back every time. Um, and I know that ultimately I'm going to stay with him because I've, I've seen that there's nowhere else. Um, where else, you know, it's, it's like, I think Peter asked Jesus, like, where else would we go? You have the words of eternal life. And I, I just, I guess when I look around at the other options of how to live life of, of what kind of worldviews to take on, whether it's, uh, atheism or, or even different religions, I just, I don't see don't anybody see, else. Don't any, yeah. yeah I, I see that Jesus is the only one that really like, I feel like it fits with the reality that I see around me. It fits with my yeah. experiences. It seems like it, it makes sense of the world that I see in front of me better than any other worldview. And I've personally tasted and seen that he is good. Um, yeah. So that's kind of a long winded way of answering your question maybe, but yeah, that was good. <laughs> I like that. That was good. That was it. I guess so. Unless you have other questions for me. Yeah. Um, you can tell them more about like what you do now as, um, your whole studio and what you kind of made, uh, filmed of so they can know okay. and they can, um, so yeah, his link is actually down below. So if you actually want to watch it, you guys can, so you can go yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, like growing up, I always wanted to make movies like as a kid, I can't remember probably from the time I was like six, I, I just loved storytelling and started listening to like movie soundtracks at a really young age. Um, and I would just like listen to them and then get all these ideas for movies. And so I've always wanted yeah. to make movies. It's just been a, a passion. And, um, when I started following Jesus, it's kind of goes back to the, the lamp analogy, I guess. I feel like when I started following Jesus, it, it kind of like, I felt like I was being plugged into the ultimate purpose of that passion. Like it wasn't that that passion went away when I got connected to God. It was that like, it suddenly made sense why, what I could use it for and what ultimately I think the purpose of <laughs> media and film and all these things is, which is I think to bring glory to who God is. And so um, Great Light Studios, uh, my YouTube channel, we we make uh, kind of the primary reason I started that was to make films. So there's several short films on there that you can watch. Um, a lot of a lot of them are are where I'll just take uh, passages of scripture and I'll get a narrator to to like read that in like a cinematic way, I guess, and then then put visuals over the top of that. Yeah. And so um, yeah, so you can check all those out and then. I spent the last two years, I think we talked about this a little bit before, but I uh, spent a couple of years making um, a feature length documentary. Basically, it's telling the true story, a testimony um, 
of a, a drug dealer. Uh, this guy who was just this violent drug dealer, um, bad dude who lived just decades of his life in, in that kind of lifestyle. And, uh, and he, he has a cool story of how he encountered Jesus and was just changed by him. Um, and so that's, yeah, the, the documentary is called metamorphosis. And so that's also the oh, full, the full movie is on our YouTube channel. If you want to watch, you can watch it for free. It's also on Amazon, um, Amazon prime video. Um, so yeah, the, the films is kind of like my, I would say the main reason I made great light studios, but we're, I also am passionate about teaching, just teaching through the Bible. So I, I recently started, uh, just going through like starting at Genesis and going through some, what I call like Bible foundations. Um, and so just started that series of teachings. We do, we deal with a specific cult group, um, called the world mission society, church of God. Um, it's, a uh, yeah, kind of a growing cult group that teaches basically that salvation is through God, the mother, uh, uh, and they believe this woman is actually a South Korean woman who's, I think she's 70 to 80 years old. She lives in Korea. So they have a lot of uh, wonky teachings that ultimately, um, I think this group is just messing up a lot of people's lives and it's really deceptive. And so um, yeah, that's, that's kind of another major focus for me right now, just making videos and content that kind of speak into that group and give people resources to counter their teachings. And, and, uh, we do like, I, I interview a lot of members that have come out of that group, um, and kind of let them share their stories. And, uh, yeah, so the, my great light studios, I think the heart, the vision behind it is. I believe that um, Jesus is the great light. He's he's the only one I think who can actually give real light in any situation to any person, whether it's inwardly, if we need light or the darkness that's around us. Um, and so the name Great Light Studios kind of, I guess, sums up my goal with the YouTube channel is just to, to proclaim the light of Christ through a variety of different forms of media, videos and teachings and, and films and stuff like that. So, so that's, that's me. And that's my YouTube channel in a, a nutshell, I guess. Wow. Okay. Uh, so to close this video off, I think we're going to, uh, we can go ahead and pray as the, how the video closes. Um, is that something you, you want to do? Sure. I'd love to. Yeah, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for Zach. And um, thank you for Zach and what you're doing in his life. Thank you for um, his YouTube channel, God, and his story too. Just uh, that you're a God who rescues us when we're at our lowest, at the worst points in our life. Um, if we will look to you, you're, you're there and we can grab onto your truth and your promises. Um, so I, yeah, I just pray for, um, great light studios. I pray for Zach and what he's doing and just that your will would be done that you would, uh, continue to bring light to people and, um, create more stories of redemption. And yeah, just let your will be done. Bring glory to yourself. I pray that this, this video would bless, uh, and be put in front of whoever you want it to be put in front of and just bless them and, and encourage them.
And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to The Great Light Podcast. To find more information and resources or to watch our films, go to greatlightstudios.com or find us on Facebook and YouTube. If you want to support this program and partner with the Ministry of Great Light Studios, you can do so through our website. There you can also find both video and audio versions of this podcast.